Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you're well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's crack on with today's first story, which comes from a throwaway account and says, I, female 25, insulted my boyfriend, male 25, after I found out his secret. My boyfriend, Ben, 28 male, and I, 25 female, have been dating for almost two years. While our relationship is not perfect, it's pretty damn close. Our biggest disagreement was when I switched oat milk brands and he kept forgetting and bringing the other brand. We're both quite naturally calm people and prefer constructive discussion to a heated argument. This is why what happened last week caught me off guard. Towards the beginning of our relationship when we weren't exclusive, Ben had a fling with a co-worker, let's call her Steph. He's the head of IT at a major firm and she works in a different department, so they only see each other occasionally even more so now that he switched to remote work two days a week. When he told me about their fling and I talked to my friends about it, they said I wasn't allowed to be bothered about it as our relationship wasn't defined at the time and they only slept together once. Some days I will fixate on it and wonder if he talked to Steph at work and if she still fancied him. I know I'm not allowed to monitor his interactions with anyone and would never try to control him, but it does make me feel something when I think about him even being near her. I don't know if it's jealousy or insecurity or even if it's rational. Anyway, last week we got invited to a dinner party hosted by his boss. I've been to a couple of his office parties before but only interacted with a couple of people and usually was glued to Ben's side all night since I'm a bit of an introvert. From my immediate impression, Ben's boss is a bit of a rich prick but he knew how to throw a good enough party that I began to loosen up and interact with more than two people all night. As a teacher, I've always felt insecure around people who make so much more money than me and always felt like they looked down on me. But that couldn't be further from the truth. I was immediately included on the inside jokes, made a couple of my own and even got invited to a double date with one of his co-workers and his wife. While Ben was grabbing me some food, one of his friends made a passing comment about Steph. She was at the party but stayed away from the group we were hanging out with. I said, I don't care about her, but I also have nothing to talk to her about, which is true. I wasn't about to go compare notes with her and the fact that she did stay away from us did put me at ease and made me not as wary of her. His friend laughed and said, well, then you might feel the same way about Molly. Molly was another co-worker of Ben's who I actually had gotten on with the whole night. I was confused and didn't understand what he was trying to say. When he saw my reaction, he completely clammed up, but I demanded he explain himself. Another one of his friends from the group said that Molly and Ben slept together. To say I was shocked is an understatement. I then asked how many girls Ben had slept with from the office, and they told me they knew of four different girls. At that point, Ben came back, unaware his friend had spilled his secrets, but picked up on the tense atmosphere. 
Internally, I was fuming and hurt, but I kept a cool facade, and when Ben asked what was wrong, I just looked at him and said, your friends were just informing me that you're the office slut. He looked shocked, and I left to go to the bathroom to calm down. I knew if I stayed at this party any longer, I would have a breakdown and needed to leave. I went straight to our car and drove home without telling him. When I got back home, I replied to his numerous texts about where I was and told him I came home and he could find his own way back. He got home around an hour after me and by that time, I'd already cried my feelings out and was ready to have a conversation. He came into the house absolutely livid, which I didn't understand because he was the one who lied to me. He's never even raised his voice at me for anything before, but he was shouting about how I embarrassed him and word had gotten around to his other co-workers because I reacted immaturely. I tried to explain my position, but how would he feel if he found out I had slept with four of my co-workers and never told him? He just kept reiterating that he never had a relationship with them and it was just sex. I knew going into our relationship he was more experienced than me sexually, but I refused to believe he could sleep with these women and not feel anything for them. But that is besides the point and he should have told me. Dawley is hung up on is that I insulted him to his friends. When he was done yelling, he said he was going to stay at his brother's house to calm down and to not contact him until he called down. I told him I wouldn't contact him first because I'm not in the wrong. He is. It's been a week since he's been at his brother's house and we still haven't talked. I have no clue where we go from here. Was I wrong to react the way I did? I didn't think I was, but now I'm second-guessing myself. I didn't think calling him the office slut would elicit this reaction, but I don't think it was a lie either. Should I apologize or wait for him to make the first move? My issue is not so much with him sleeping with other women, but hiding it. So a bit of relevant information, someone says, where did he lie? Did he tell you that he only ever slept with Steph? Or did you assume that was the only one? Either way, I do think it was really unnecessary to make that comment in front of his co-workers. Your reaction was not a cool facade. Opie says we had a discussion about previous partners and he never mentioned them before. He said he didn't count them as partners and only told me about actual girlfriends he had. Someone says, didn't you post this on Am I the Arsehole yesterday and then delete your account when you got told you were the arsehole, lol? Opie says I didn't delete it. The mods deleted it and so I messaged one of them about where I should post it instead and they said to check other suitable subreddits. I much prefer the response here. There was nothing productive in that sub anyway. I think having some space from it and seeing so many unbiased perspectives, I can understand where I went wrong. To be honest, I knew what I said wasn't right, but I was trying to justify my position by saying he was also wrong. But my actions are my actions, and I should have responded more maturely. I think my comment did come from a vindictive place, and for that I will apologize. But I think I can only move forward if I get the same thing back. I'm going to start in the comments with Yo Panda who says there is a lot to unpack here. I've read so many comments in support of you so I'm going to get downvoted a lot for my next comment. First of all, don't slut shame. Shitting where you eat is bad and a heads up that you were going to bump into exes would have been nice but that does not excuse you slut shaming. Do I think this whole thing could have been handled a thousand times better? Of course it absolutely could have been but I also completely understand when you were hurt in the heat of the moment. It sounds like you had some mistrust of your boyfriend, which is understandable. Did you and your boyfriend ever discuss how you felt about that? I'm not excusing his behavior past or present. He could have given you a heads up, but I'm going to go out on a limb here and say he knew it was a touchy subject and wanted to cover his ass. 
It's shitty behavior, but it sounds like there is a communication issue between you both, purely based on your post. I think time apart is probably the best thing you could do in this situation. Put yourself first and weigh up if this relationship is really worth you being worried about his behavior at work. A relationship shouldn't be full of worrying about the other being truthful or trustworthy. Negative product says, when I first started dating my husband, we're going to a New Year's party and I knew someone I had slept with prior to our relationship would be there. I gave him the heads up. I didn't want him blindsided by some asshole trying to provoke him or catch him off guard. It wasn't his business. It happened long before him. I didn't need to disclose, but it was the respectful thing to do. I hate being blindsided. I also hate being used as a weapon in head games. I was lucky I gave him the heads up. When someone went up to him and told him, he was already armed with the information and wasn't the one that ended up looking like the dick. Who are these co-workers and on that comment and, and, and people at these parties who's going up to couples, these shit stirrers are going, you see that person over there? They slept with your partner, lol. And one more comment which says everyone sucks here. While what he did wasn't professional, you publicly slut shamed him and stormed off. It sounds like you two had a major communication breakdown. He thought you wanted to know about relationships and overlap. I personally don't ask for details like that. I just want to know if my partner is healthy, happy, and if there is any crazy I need to worry about. At this point, he is likely thinking about how if anything from the past comes up, you are going to go nuclear. I hope one of you breaks a stalemate in a way that doesn't involve movers. If it doesn't work out, stay away from anyone in the hospitality industry. The discovery process will be lengthy. So OP updates the same post and says, I just wanted to say thanks for everyone's response. I can't reply to them all, but I've read what everyone has written and just need to clarify a few things. One, we had discussed previous partners, but he admitted one night stands as he didn't consider them partners and only told me about girlfriends he had. Ben is my first boyfriend and I had only slept with one guy before, but that man wasn't my boyfriend either, but I still disclosed it. Two, there is some speculation I went through his phone and badgered him about Steph. That is not true at all. I knew my issues with Steph were my own and never made him answer for them. Even when he told me, I was slightly upset, but again, it was something we discussed and I got advice from my friends about we moved forward from. Three, I did not yell out the comment I made. It was only in front of Ben and two of his work friends. I did not ask his friends who the other two girls were, as I thought that should come from Ben. I don't know when the encounters with the other three girls happened. 4. I'm aware my comment was wrong, and I'm fully ready to apologize for that and for leaving him stranded. He had to get a lift from his brother. In my post, I wrote, our car. That's not true. I just think of it that way because I use it more, but it's actually his car. 5. I made a typo in the title. I'm 25 and Ben is 28. Anyway, an actual update. I text him this morning saying, hey, I know you asked me to not contact you first, but I've given you a week and really feel like we need to have a conversation. Hope you've been doing okay. I didn't want to start apologizing or questioning him over text. I did that about 6.30 before I left for work and was teaching all day, so I knew I wouldn't be able to constantly check my phone. It's lunchtime right now and he's responding saying he's at work which is confusing because Friday and Monday are his remote workday, so I don't understand why he's gone in. I text back and said, we can talk after work if he wanted to come home, and he agreed. I honestly have no clue how tonight is going to go. I really don't want to break up. I know a lot of you are going to say I don't have a backbone for messaging him first, but I haven't been able to eat or sleep all week, and this has been so mentally and physically exhausting. 
My workload this week has been crushing, and this added stress has made me reach my limit. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Update 2. Everyone, it's Saturday and I'm still in bed and thought I should give an update. Before I do, I just want to clarify one thing. I switched from Alpro to Oatly. It's much better. There was a big conversation about that apparently. Also, I'm paraphrasing since I can't remember everything we said. So I was quite nervous about Ben coming over after work. I was meant to do some work, but was too distracted to even attempt it. I did, however, as a gesture of good faith, decide to cook his favorite meal for him and maybe use it as an icebreaker. I did take someone's advice of writing everything down just so I could keep my thoughts clear. After work, I text him what time he'd be over. And he said he'd text me when he left for work and that takes him about 30 minutes on the tube to reach home. He got here about six-ish and rang the doorbell, which was so weird. He still had his keys. I opened the door and we kind of awkwardly greeted each other. Immediate impression was that he didn't look angry or upset, just cold. I sat down on the sofa and expected him to join me, but he stood in the middle of the room with his hands in his trousers. I said I was glad he came over and he just nodded. Then I said it was weird being in this house by myself all week and all he said was, I'm sure it was. He asked me why I text him now and not sooner. I said it was because he told me not to contact him. I told him I'd been miserable and that I was sorry for the comment I made and leaving and especially for taking his car. He said he didn't give a shit about the car and just that I had left without telling him. I got a chance to finally explain myself to him. I never cared how many women he slept with before. I known he was a bit of a fuckboy before we got together and never held it against him. I just hated being blindsided and feeling like I knew less about my boyfriend than some random co-workers. I asked why he just didn't tell me since he knew I'd be around them and he said he honestly didn't think it was important and mattered to me. I called bullshit because he knows how I am and he knew it would matter. He admitted he did regret sleeping with those women as he never thought about having to bring his future girlfriend around them and tell her about it. Two of them happened when he first joined the company, straight out of uni. One of the girls has left already, and the other is actually dating Ben's friend, who told me about Molly. He said at that point in his life, he was fine sleeping around and never really thought of the consequences. I asked why his friend decided to even say anything to me about it, and he said they always try to piss each other off. And one thing that gets Ben annoyed is when someone brings up his fuckboy ways. He said after I left, his friends felt bad for what they said, but I told him I would never have reacted that way if I had known and he should have told me. He said I was trying to justify my response after apologizing. I told him I didn't want to do that. 
I do genuinely think what I said and did was wrong, but he can't put all the blame on me. He said the only thing he could apologize for is sleeping with a bunch of women. And since that was before me, it didn't make any sense. I kept saying it was the hiding bit that upset me. And he asked what difference would it have made if I had known. I did think about that for a moment. I still would have gone, but I think I would have been a bit more hyper aware of Molly and the other girl. He said he wanted me to be there and have a good time and didn't want to ruin it by telling me about irrelevant shit in the past. And I guess I understood that sentiment because I decided to let it go. We both were quiet there for a moment and he asked if I was done. And if I was going to end it, then I needed to pick another reason since this would be the stupidest fucking reason. I told him I didn't want to break up and that we needed to talk about everything. But I wanted him to come sit next to me and he did. So I asked if there were any others and he said no. I asked him who knew in the office and he said only his friend group and they keep their mouth shut to everyone because all of them were doing the same shit. He told me he slept with Molly right before we met. I was curious about why he went into work today when it was his remote work day. He said that his nieces wouldn't let him concentrate at home so he just decided to go in. He did say he was furious last week and didn't know if he could move forward but talking to his brother helped and calmed him down. He said if I didn't text him, he was planning on contacting me first today anyway, so we could talk. So we didn't break up. I apologized and while he didn't do the same, I've decided to let it go and move on. I told him I made his favorite meal and he finally kissed me and told me he missed me. Anyway, I know some of you are going to say he should have dumped me straight away or I should have demanded an apology, but I'm happy with the outcome. I finally had a meal and a good night's sleep. Even Ben said I looked like I had lost weight. Thank you for the people who messaged me, offering me advice. I really hope I never have to give another update. But how would you feel about this situation? A lot of people saying, you know, they don't care about how many people that their partner had slept with in previous relationships or one night stands or whatever. But if they are going to meet them in a public setting that they would like to know about it. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about the situation overall? Let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. So we had a over on our own subreddit, r slash mark narrations. We had a cheeky little so-and-so called sick SIL1998 who said made a burner Reddit account after being introduced to it as part of the Waffle Gang for a few years second ever post accidentally went viral and it was over on the malicious compliance subreddit so we're gonna have a cheeky little look at that see what's going on there so the title of the post says take note of everything you say in the meeting okay but it will get you fired so this happened a few years ago and i will be vague since i'm not sure if the dust is fully settled from this fiasco yet at my former company I was the secretary for a small improvement team that would meet monthly to discuss issues within the company and brainstorm ways to fix them. Something you need to know about me is that I was given this role because people know I am meticulous about keeping records due to HR related issues out of the previous place of employment. I don't think my boss realized that this careful record keeping applied to her as well, especially when she appointed me to be secretary of this little committee, but I digress. I was a model employee, read award winning, and went above and beyond what was asked, as were many others in my department, but we were still having customer complaints and dealt with regular safety issues. Due to the company at large and through no fault of our own, when we brought these concerns to our boss's attention, 
emails were left unread, and during in-person exchanges, we were called whiny, needy, and were told we just needed to deal with it. Whatever the issue, from items being stolen by customers to people being unhappy with the procedures the bosses set down for us to follow, it was always made to somehow be our fault. When we sought support from other departments, we were met with cold indifference. Since the boss was great to them and we must be exaggerating the things she said to us. Well, during an improvement meeting at the end of the fiscal year, it all came to a head. Myself and a couple of my team members dug our heels in and were insistent about the unresolved issues the boss refused to acknowledge and she finally went off on us. She told us everyone was incompetent, didn't deserve our jobs and that maybe customers would like us more if we were more likable. When people pressed her on safety issues, she continued to reiterate that we would just have to deal with it and that if someone was going to die, they already would have, right? I, as the secretary, did my duty and took notes of all that happened over the course of that meeting. I usually did bullet points, but that night I was feeling a little more thorough. So I wrote down words. Every word that was said, every hateful comment, denial of accountability, and idle threat was recorded in black and white. Now, a second part of my job was to distribute the notes from the improvement meeting to the rest of the company. So, come the next morning, I ran about 100 copies of the transcript of the meeting and hand-delivered them to every single department in the building. And things blew up. People from other departments who had attended the meeting were able to verify that everything I had typed up had really been said, and folks were mad, threatening to quit, refusing to do their normal duties, browsing indeed during work, etc. My boss's boss, who worked at HQ, so I didn't get the opportunity to hand her a copy, got wind of these meeting minutes, only a few hours after I handed them out and had an hour long off the record conversation with me about all the safety issues I had documented, all the concerns I had submitted to management in writing and all the records I'd regarded my boss's inaction. She was very grateful for the 100 pages of documentation I sent over and thanked me for my time. The day after I unleashed Pandora's box, I put in my two weeks notice, took a new job and pieced out to the greener pastures. At first, it seemed like things were calming down after I left. But the following year, the company did not renew my boss's contract. I still feel a bit bad because I wasn't trying to get her fired or ruin her life. I was just desperate for some accountability thrown away to create some positive change in the company. But at the end of the day, I just did what she asked me to do. Now, for me, that like, you shouldn't feel bad about this situation at all. You know, this is consequences of her own actions. She caused this. She decided to ignore all those emails and not put anything in place. So, you know, this is on her. This is not on you at all. The only thing I find really sad about this is that for whatever reason, maybe you felt uncomfortable with it about it and you was worried that you put in your two weeks notice. I always find situations like that sad because, you know, you shouldn't have to do that because someone else fucking up, you know. But at the same time, you know, you did get a new job and I hope your new job treats you much better. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And it's always with like malicious compliance stories to be like in those meeting rooms. Something must have been said to her at the same time as well. To just be a fly on the wall watching those meetings would be so good, wouldn't it? <laughs> anyway, what do you guys make of this situation? Maybe you have your own malicious compliance story, neighbor story, anything like that. You know I love it. Over at r slash mark narrations, you can share your stories there if you choose to. And there's a chance that they might be read out on the channel. I can't read every single story because 
<laughs> I run out of time in the day, I'm afraid, <laughs> but I will certainly look into it. Thank you so, so much. And just a huge thank you to each and every one of you for spending your time with me. I never take it for granted. I see the same name, same people here every day, like twice a day sometimes, and you're spending 20 minutes or so of your time with me. I find that absolutely wild. So thank you so, so much. And hopefully I will see you in the next one. Take care and much love. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.